This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to... What you talking about, Levi? What's going on, Bax? Bax is in the house. Yes, definitely in the house, and I'm not alone. No, we're not. We're not. Do you want to introduce somebody? Sure, Will. I have my lovely fiance, the lovely Charmaine in the house tonight. Welcome, Charmaine. How are you? Hello. Hello. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> well, welcome to our show. Um, this is our episode number 13. 13. 13. Lucky 13. Let's make it lucky. Lucky. Yeah. lucky. So uh, I just wanted to share uh, with our listeners, uh, Laura, as you well know, has been MIA for the last uh, what was it, two shows, I think, right? I believe so. Yeah, two shows. And uh, she had a family emergency and her mom, unfortunately, wasn't doing very well health-wise. Uh, she was in the hospital. Uh, there were some other issues with her. And she just recently, it was a matter of a couple of days ago, she passed on. So wow. Our thoughts are with you, Laura. We love you. And, yes. um, you know, uh, sorry you're going through this really tough time. And, uh, you know, you're in our hearts. So, uh, Laura's just going to be MIA until further notice. Um, hopefully you can return to the show, but we totally understand if you can't. So, my heart is out there for you, uh, Laura. Rest in peace to the mother. Absolutely. So, what is going on with you guys? Nothing, man. Uh, we're just here, man. My lovely lady's here today. And... We're just here by the pool at our studio, and we're just here, bro, just living our life, you know, trying to stay away from the, you know, the crazy news and the, you know, the crazy. <laughs> the crazy news. Yeah. This show is was full of news, so. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys heard, in the beginning of the show, we had a little drop here. My good friend Bill, uh, he, uh, a good friend of mine, God, I've known him for at least 25, 25 plus years at this point. So, he made this awesome little drop here. This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. So, um, Bill and I have a history. Uh, God, we known each other. We, we, you know, back in the day before cell phones and uh, and you know texting and instant messenger and all that. I think this instant messenger started coming out like Prodigy or AOL in, instant uh -huh. message. Remember that back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. But uh, so I used to like hang out on the CB. So when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was a kid, I had a nice awesome realistic from radio shack uh -huh. <laughs> 40 channel cb with a, like a 20 foot antron antenna on top of my house when we were growing up uh -huh. so make a long, long story short you know my my handle uh, on the cb was uh, mitch you know mitch it actually stemmed from Dennis the Menace. Remember Dennis the Menace? Uh, that was my boy. Hey, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wilson. Yes. So, uh, so Dennis Mitchell and I, I was always into the cartoon. I was always into the little sitcom from the 1950s. It was played on Nickelodeon and all that stuff. And I uh, just decided to call myself Mitch. So I make a fast forward as time goes on. And I'm, uh, you know, I started talking to this guy. His name is Green Dog. Uh -huh. It's a really cool green dog, you know, and <laughs> and it was actually Bill, and uh, it so happens it turns out we were in the same age, we went to the same high school, and and we uh, we became friends over the years. And so, how uh, old were you when you met him? Oh, uh, see, it was high school, so I had to be around that ninth, maybe tenth grade. Okay, cool. So it was probably in the mid nineties, early nineties, in, in that in that time frame. Give away my age here, but uh, yeah, so he. Uh, and we, we, we became for our other friends as well on the CB. And I had a, such a powerful system. I was, I had like a, I don't know, like a 20 watt system. And I was going, this is up in New York, mm. probably illegal. I mean, uh, it was funny. My neighbor one day, now back in the day, it was, everything was analog. You know, everything was, uh, you know, not the digitized everything it is today. So one day I got a, uh, a knock on my front door and my dad answers. And it was my neighbor. And he said, she said, he says, you know, you're, um, your your son AJ is uh he's, he's coming over our TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I knew exactly what she, what my dad you know my dad had no idea. I said, what do you mean he's coming over your TV? He's talking on the CB, you know? No, no, no. Every time he talks, I could hear him talking about you know X Y Z or whatever. And his his name is Mitch, and he's talking to a guy named Green Dog and all that stuff. <laughs> so he uh, my dad comes in. And he says, uh, AJ, what's going on here? Why are you like tapping into people's TVs? I says, No, no, I'm on you know channel whatever on the CB here. But the thing is, 
T- they had like an analog TV antenna. Remember growing up with a TV antenna on top of your house? Yeah. Well, it so happens, I guess they didn't have cable or you know basic cable or whatever it was, and I was bleeding into their speaker on their TV. Uh-huh. So I was on their TV essentially while while they're watching Wheel of Fortune. I was like, "Hey, Green Dog, break a break a break one nine, you know. So they could just hear your whole conversation. <laughs> he could have heard the whole. She she heard the whole okay. conversation, but only transmitting out. She didn't hear what was coming back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that, that was so the, creepy. We have ghosts. I know, right? <laughs> Caroline. <laughs> so. That's, uh, you know, uh, that's the story of me but and Bill. Those CBs, though, I remember those. And those CBs, like, they're very important because I know there's a lot of people right now, like, especially, like, dooms, doomsday preppers, right? They talk about those CBs, like, if something goes down, like, they would be the only way to communicate. Is that true or is that, like, some... Uh, possibility. I mean, I don't know if CBs are popular now. Are they? No, I- it is, man. I, like, listen, I, I know a couple old guys who, like, they have, like, a group of just their vans like with antennas and that's how they talk in ACBs. You know, you still got truckers that use ACBs and stuff like that. Like it, it, there's a, there's a circle of people that still use ACBs. There's, I mean, they're older people, but, um, I feel like they feel like it's a very important way to communicate. I could be wrong. Yeah, but. it could be. I mean, you don't need a cell service. You don't pay a subscription. So it's, it's interesting. Could, so, it, could a CB ever like go out? Like, let's just say the cell phone towers went out. No, it's, because you're, you're, you're actually transmitting from the CB. Exactly. And you don't need a repeater or a cell phone tower or anything else. So, you know? C, so CBs are essential. We just don't know it. It could be. It could be. I mean, it's from unit to unit. You're not hitting a cell phone tower. You're not hitting a repeater or anything like that. So, but yeah, so a good old Bill, uh, he reached out to me. He says, hey man, your podcast's really cool. Uh, I'm thinking of doing one or I started doing one. I was like, cool. And then we started rekindling our friendship uh, via Facebook and all that stuff. And uh, so he does uh, some voiceovers for like Publishers Clearinghouse. You remember like- Oh gosh. Win a thousand dollars a week. So yeah, this is one of his- uh, his uh, his promos that he does. The uh, on the no radio. purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. It's happening. This February 28th, Publishers Clearinghouse will definitely award the $5,000 a week forever prize. Win and you get $5,000 a week for your life. Then after that, someone you choose gets $5,000 a week for their life. This prize is guaranteed to be awarded on February 28th, so don't miss your chance to win. Enter at PCH.com before it's too late. That's PCH.com. So he does these radio promos, uh, I guess, once a year up in the Northeast area and they're on the radios and all that stuff. So he, he cut that and I was like, that doesn't sound like you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I guess over the years, I haven't talked to him for such a long time, you know, besides Messenger and all that. But uh, when I talked to him, I said, that doesn't sound like you. Is that really you? He says, yeah, it's me. <laughs> so so he gets paid just to do voiceovers. Uh, he does some other type of work as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but uh, for this was uh, the Publishers of Clearinghouse public, uh, project. And uh, But imagine. Pu- publishing Clearinghouse is crazy, bro. I remember being a kid and like my <laughs> grandmother, like, had me psyched out, like, we was about to win like millions of dollars because she was, <laughs> we was, I remember like scratching off the little scratch offs in the mail and a million dollars here, a million dollars there to send this in and magazines and stamps and stuff like oh, that. Oh God. Remember those stamps? Or was it the, what's the other one? Columbia house? Yeah. Oh, Columbia house. <laughs> yeah. I, one day. Finger Hut is another one. Finger Hut. I remember doing the uh, Columbia House, and you know, you, for you buy like six CDs for like six cents, and you have to be subscribed, and you have to buy another twenty of them. Well, I decided to stop buying CDs, and uh, <laughs> I. I didn't want to be held responsible for like my contract per se. Uh-huh. So I called them, I called Publishers Cl- Clearinghouse pretending I was like a relative. Oh yeah, uh, AJ died. Oh gosh. <laughs> so I called myself dead. <laughs> so they could take me off the list and I don't have to be <laughs> responsible for it. That's one way to get off the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AJ <He's> died. <laughs> he got ran over by bus. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? 5,000 a week for life? Yeah. Where do I sign up? That's yeah. two hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. Baby, you did the math that fast. Oh my I god! Did. Yeah, I was ready to take out the calculator and <laughs> figure I it really out. Did. Oh, goodness. That's the, yeah. Imagine. I mean, seriously, what would you do with two? You know, five thousand a week. All right, well, the Uncle Sam is going to get his portion of it. Right. So so. Automatically twenty three hundred a week. Twenty three hundred. What is that? Uh, that's about still a hundred grand a year, right? Yeah. That's a little good money. money. That's yeah. good money. Still good money. Yeah. But if you play the system right, you could get a lot of tax deductions. So I would totally keep my life going the same. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I get up and go to work tomorrow. Yeah, de- definitely keep the job. Keep the job? I don't know. Over for, for Just for entertainment purposes. <laughs> I would definitely get into some stocks. How about those Apple stocks and that te- Tesla split? Oh, Yo, Tesla we, split this week. We were just talking about the split the day before and it happened. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I, I purchased a few stocks and it went up and went down, but it's the stock market for you. Yeah, but that's what I would do. Definitely get into the stock market, try to invest as much as I can yeah. for Forex. Don't don't be one of those guys that blow away the the money. So I mean, but then again, you're gonna win five thousand a week for the rest of your life. Yeah. So so you get another chance. Remember, <laughs> well, wait wait <laughs> wait. But they said, but they didn't. They said you you win five thousand a week for life, uh-huh. and somebody else you choose. So wait, so you get five thousand, you get five thousand. That's ten grand a week. For How much is two. that, baby? Let's do wait. First and foremost, <laughs> you've already lived so many years. So we've got to pick somebody younger. We've got to pick somebody that can go a little longer to get that money. We've got to pick one of the kids. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We can pick the kids. All right, kids, you're going to pay rent <laughs> forever. <laughs> a thousand a week. <laughs> For your one bedroom. For the one bedroom. We're going to have a debit card, too. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine a thousand a week for the rest of my life. I mean, God, I mean, I see the Powerball, you know, like when it was up to a hundred million dollars and I'm like, man, what do you want to do with that money, babe? It's just funny how we just sit there and dream, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> Bax, what would you buy? Oh man, what would I buy? Probably some property and some land, man. Like I'm really into pre- like trying to prepare for the future. So uh, we don't know where, what's go- what the future is going to bring. So I'm into like, you know, maybe getting some property or maybe like getting some gardening um, tools or whatever the case we need, need to do. You gardening I mean? tools? You just hire a landscaper. No, not gardening tools, but like I'm talking about like, a f- I wanna, we might need to be a farmer, he man. He wants a farm. Yeah, so we might have to get some chickens and some cows and some pigs. Like, bro, this is 2020, man, and it's, it, it looks spooky to me. So I, f- I just want to be prepared, you know? I'm getting a tricked out RV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, RV. Yeah, <laughs> RVs are. Super tricked out RV. Yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> RV is cool too. And you can record a new song. It said, Backs a Billion. E I E I O. I just made that up on the fly. I mean, uh, <laughs> that was you, cool. I got to get you in the studio with me, bro. <laughs> There's a chick chick here and a Bars. pig pig here. <laughs> and an RV over there, generator sounds of the RV. <laughs> Listen, you never know, bro. Like, the luxury. RV. Right. The luxury RV. Yeah, lo- all those things. Yes. We talked about that on our show a few weeks ago that RV sales are going through the roof during this epidemic. I'm completely obsessed with RVs and mini. What are they called? What are they called? Uh, tiny houses. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Tiny houses. Can you do it? Um, no one else in the world is up but me at four o'clock in the morning watching <laughs> tiny house videos on repeat. <laughs> I want like a tiny community. You know, just a house. Uh, just all these houses surrounded by a fire pit. The kids okay. in another house, and we're here, and then we've got the RV, and so this just going to be a, your getaway place, or is it something you want to live in a full I time? I want to do tiny living. I do. I'm totally into minimalist style. But I don't think like I feel like she she wants to do tiny living only for a small period of time because for a tiny amount tiny amount of time because <laughs> <laughs> we like our big house right now. <laughs> Yes, got a nice crib here. Oh, so much work. Thank we're you. We're over here at the Backs of Billion Residential Studios. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we changed it up. Bax was like, you come out here this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, my, my lovely wife. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, geez. I said it. Uh-oh. We have to, we have to explain. Well, we're okay. going to let her explain why I can't call her lovely wife anymore. Yeah. No. But that's another episode. Yeah, yeah. AJ can't call his wife lovely wife anymore. No, no more. No more. <laughs> so how you guys doing with the shopping? Are you uh, going around town and uh, still wearing your mask and all that stuff? I'm a total rebel. Yeah, she's a rebel for oh. real, for real. No mask for you? Well, the thing is, is that I have this, I have this mask breakout. Mm-hmm. And I did see the CDC numbers that came out, right? which I find to be very interesting. You've got 94% of the people or the reported death cases yes. have uh, major comorbidities. Right. So you've got we've got a six percent death rate. So basically, right? Yeah. So I have a greater chance of surviving uh, the Chinese <laughs> virus because it came from China. <laughs> greater <laughs> chance of surviving kung flu than I do of surviving the regular flu. I have a greater chance of getting struck by lightning no, twice. I know that's a little bit alarming. I mean, I don't know if anybody falls with uh, Florida. You, I'm sure you guys heard it too. The yeah. uh, Quest Diagnostics uh, did a huge dump of uh, thousands of cases. Liars. Thousands <laughs> of cases that Liars. were from like March and April. And what are we already into? Already September? Yes. I mean, come on. I mean. But what's the reason though? I don't understand what the lie is for, man. Like, And to be honest with you, I'm not really, I got a bandana around my neck. 
You feel me? I feel, she said I like a little, uh, who, what did you call me? Boy Scout. Like a little Boy Scout <laughs> with the bandana around my neck. Hey, look what I'm wearing for my shirt here. I'm yeah. wearing my Boy Scout pack t-shirt, yeah. one of my son's Boy Scout pack Pack 38. But pack 38. <laughs> you know what? I'm not really getting into the mask right now, but I'm not going to lie to you. In the beginning of the pandemic, I had to spend like $500 on masks, bro. The N95. Oh, he was the worst. Oh my god, he, bro. he's a person that bought up all the toilet tissue. Yo, I did, bro. I had a whole. Listen, we I gotta, still have toilet yes. tissue. <laughs> Does anyone need toilet tissue? We still got toilet tissue, bro. I had the whole box. I had it. Remember, we was talking about that black market. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still got toilet tissue. The black toilet market. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but this guy says uh, this came out of. Uh, I never heard of this website. It says Scally, Wand. Oh god. Yeah. Vegabond.com is S C A L L Y W A G A N D V whatever.com. I'm trying to give him the credit. said Scallywag. Scallywag. Sounded like it. It's that wine that's talking, isn't it? So this guy, he went into a Walmart. He says, Maskless, maskless Anchorage, Alaska Walmart shopper. Uh, public meltdown after he asked to leave the store by by the employees for refusing to wear a face mask on the ongoing coronavirus. Okay. So this guy here just walks in and he starts freaking out the employees. I guess he walked in without a mask. The employees in the Walmart said, hey, sir, you got to wear a mask. And he just lost it on her. So this video here, somebody recorded and put it on, I think it looks like Twitter. And they shared it to this I'm sorry? Let's hear it. Oh, it's a two-minute video. I'm going to stop and play it. But yeah, listen to this. Here it goes. Get back from your highway to hell and get out of a godly man's face. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop it right there. God, I love it. I'm going to stop it right there. Okay. How about this? You must be an ACDC. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of every time I hear that. <laughs> Way the hell. <laughs> I mean, he must have listened to the song on the way into Walmart, but yeah, he freaks out. Okay, so I'm going to continue on. Okay. <laughs> I had to add that in there. Okay. Facebook post. <laughs> Get back on your highway to hell. Listen up, folks, on your highway to hell. <laughs> Godly woman is talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. Get back on your highway to hell and get out of a godly man's face. And there's some profanity use, so if you've got it's kids in the car. By your very blind, ignorant, you don't right. have the ability to even come up with your own fucking ideas. I don't even, when I sue, you've not established authority to tell me to leave. You go get management. You want to cover? You find management that I can no longer... Yeah. You have four management here. Are you exercising your right as a private company to take away my rights? Jesus Christ. You can refuse service. Are you You're refusing my service? Yes. Oh, Why God. Why you say we refuse your service? No. I choose to yell, and you cannot stop me! Okay, that's cool. Bye. Bye. Please return to your service of Satan in your ignorant belief that you're right. <laughs> and he's flipping the bird. Please, in the future, respect my rights. No one else. <laughs> you will never fucking get my six foot space, and then think I'm not gonna tell you. I will tell you you're wrong. Oh, I know. Stop me. I know. Do you want to stop? <laughs> Don't touch her. Are you Don't touch her. Bring her police. Bring her police. Yeah. So this Walmart employee is like against his face. I got you on video, so why don't you just go ahead and leave? I have the right to life, liberty. I mean, it, it's, it goes on for another minute, but Bro. I mean, holy cow. I mean, the whole mask thing. Uh, he's really worked up about this. He's definitely worked. I don't blame him. I mean, I'm tired of being, I hate the word social distancing. I hate the six foot rule. Uh, what else uh, is there? Else? Coronavirus. I'm tired of hearing about. Uh, what I mean, else? if the CDC is lying, then he, he has a point. It's just, he's so passionate about it. And he does. And he seems crazy. And you know, the, the employees are just doing what they're told. Yeah. I don't know if it's a company policy or is it a, a local ordinance? I mean, you're Anchorage, Alaska. I mean, mm-hmm. how many cases they really had up there? It's not, you know, Florida or Miami Dade with 5 billion cases. Right. But uh, I mean, just, I don't know. I don't personally like to wear it. I just wear my surgical thing and I wear it a thousand times. But, <laughs> but I mean, really, I would not go. I, 
I don't know. Would you lose it? I'm not going to lose it, but at the end of the day, it's like, I guess he's tired of, he just clicked, man. He clicked. He's tired of the lying and then manipulation and all this other stuff. There's some lies behind this COVID thing. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, I feel like a lot of people could go, could go crazy <coughs> with this COVID thing. We've been going through this for how many months now? Uh, since March 15th or so. Yeah, some people don't have the capacity to hold themselves in. Some people are going to get so, you know, like, oh, look, know. look at the world. It's crazy right now. I know. I totally have a different opinion. I think he came in the store wanting all the smoke. You think so? For sure. Because when I go into Walmart, my thing is, it's my body, my choice. Okay, <laughs> so I don't have to wear a mask. And I basically, I'm kind of sort of like, I double dog dare you to say something to me about it. And that's the energy that he had. But at the end of the day, he, he was short of breath. He was very, very, very aggressive, very, very irritated and angry. And um, I'm thinking more along the lines of drugs. I could feel that. Yeah, he totally sounded like he was having, he was spazzing out, having yeah. a moment. I could feel that. Yeah. I mean, you live in Anchorage, Alaska. I mean, they probably got some good, some, it, they probably got some good powder up there. You know, <laughs> even still, does it, is it dark now or is he, is he doing 24 hours of daylight? I don't know. My you uncle know? just yeah. left and went back to Anchorage, Alaska, actually. Oh, so, did he? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. He it, sound like he was higher than a cooter brand. <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, on my next topic here, okay? okay. We're changing okay. gears. All right. So, enough with on the mask. So, there's this hotel. Oh, where in the world is it? So, the caption out of this is came out of a, a website called web24.news. Okay. All right. I don't know where they're at. Overweight people are not welcome at this uh, hotel. Wow. What? <laughs> exactly. You heard it. It says here, uh, family-friendly, animal-loving, smoke-free, suitable for senior citizens. Many hotels have tailored their concept to specific target group. However, hotel in this Salenburg, I don't know how they say it, S-A-H-L-E-N-B-U-R-G district. Uh, I don't even know where it is. It's not even in this country, okay? Uh, because the fat people are not welcome in this hotel. Uh, a guest can weigh a maximum of 130 kilograms. What is that in pounds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can anybody got their phone on there? Mm-hmm. 130 kilograms. I think it's like 260 pounds. Yeah, series, series. What is 130 kilograms in pounds? It's 286.6 pounds. 286, almost 300. Oh, 300. Okay. 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 I mean, you got to be a pretty beefy. Yeah. But okay. So there, there could more concerns. So this hotel owner, Angelique. I'm not even pronouncing her last name gives clear reasons why her concept does not keep up with the body shaming. Fat people not wanted in designer hotel. So Angelique wants to stand out. Yeah, this is what she says. Don't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Wants to stand out with her designer hotel and move away from the usual hotel standards. This can be seen, uh, this can be seen from interior alone. Uh, You saw the designer chairs downstairs. They're real classics. So apparently she has all these antiques. So the old furniture won't support the weight. Okay. So she's concerned about people laying on the beds because the beds are also antique. Antique. (laughs) Okay. But let's just think about this for a minute. So you and your girl show up there and you weigh, let's say... Don't you do it. Don't you dare. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about anybody's weight, but I'm just saying hypothetically. No, don't, you, don't you collect our weight together. That gives my weight. Okay, so you get into the hotel and you check, oh, babe, this place is so beautiful. Oh, let's just hang out. And then you get to look, oh, this, look at this gorgeous bed. You know, you're going to always have a good time. Right. Uh, <laughs> set the mood going. Okay, if you're weighing 150 pounds and she weighs 150 pounds, we'll just, we'll just remember, that's over 300 pounds right there, right? Right, 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 right. But what happens, just out of curiosity, what happens if you decide to... <laughs> what happens? <laughs> okay. You're going to break the... Uh, yeah, so <laughs> with the force of your body gone, that... It's going to be over 300 pounds, right? Definitely. I feel like it will, too. That's crazy. We'll break. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get kicked out, too. <laughs> no relations until we get home. Really. Right. Absolutely none. No, no, we, no. We've breached that number. Facts a billion. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is allowed. Wow. This is allowed. I That's guess crazy. this is not in the United States. I don't even know what. Where country. is that? The Where European is that? Union has got to be in the. I'm willing to bet. Okay, we think Google, Europe. Google this. I'll spell it to you. Ready? It's a S 
You have your phone there? Yeah, yeah. S. Okay. Yeah, I'll spell it to you. Okay. Schallensburg? S-A-S-A-H-L-E-N. I'm, I'm going to guess Italy. B-U-R-G. I'm going to say Italy or France somewhere. Where we at, babe? Yeah. Um, let's have that spelling one more time. Okay. S-A-H-L-E-N-B-U-R-G. Are you saying B-O like boy or you like? You. He has an umbrella. Why does Schallenberg Hotel pop up? Maybe that's the name of the hotel, I guess. That is in Germany. 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 Okay. I was wrong. Okay. Well, no fat people out of this hotel in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Simple as that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. You guys been into any interesting hotels? Any any interesting stories and all that? <laughs> I have an interesting story about a hotel. So I had a buddy of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, he he uh, calls me up. He says, "Hey, come visit me." Mm-hmm. And he uh, made arrangements for this uh, hotel. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do it. This is before like the internet came around. So we went up to uh, New York and we went up to this hotel. Oh my god, we were like scared new york city well this is out on out of long island i'm not going to oh. go on more specifics but okay. it was out in long island and next you know we look around and uh you know he knew the owner mm-hmm. and it was like the guy at the uh, counter he says yep uh, your name please mm-hmm. gave him my name aj he says all right sign here and i'm looking at this desk and it had cigarette burns <laughs> on the plexiglass wow I was like, what in the hell are we checking into here? The Bates Motel. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. But I, I was like, all right, babe, this place is just, just for to put our heads down at night. You know, it's too late to make other arrangements. Yeah. So bottom line, fast forward, we get into the room, and this room was just like, I, I seriously, I thought there was like hidden cameras in the ceiling. It probably was, bro. It probably was. My wife was freaked out. I bet. Oh, yeah. And we decided, we, we at this point... We, we went, actually went up to a library. This is before we had smartphones. Huh. We went, we found a library that was open. We used a free computer and we made a reservation for, wow. for uh, another hotel. But, oh my God. And I had to like, it's like, sorry, dude, uh, your friend's hotel here kind of. Yeah, it's kind of spooky. <laughs> it's kind of spooky. What, like when you, when you was explaining the hotel and that little situation, you brought me back to this movie that was like in the 80s. Remember that little movie with the, with the um, it was like babysitters and the little girl had the little helmet on with the wings. And, and they checked into the little hotel. My wife probably knew. They were like, it's a movie from the 80s. Like, yeah, my like, wife probably the, knew. Like the little girl got kidnapped. And uh, no. I, it was like a babysitter with her. No. Oh, man. Like, See, I'm not a big movie buff. So you're not, I'm not a movie buff. I know, you like, remember it, that movie? What? So what else happened after like, she was kidnapped? So it was like babysitters. It was like a couple of them. Then there was like a little blonde girl that was the babysitter. There was a black guy with like a leather coat. And the little girl got kidnapped. And they, she had like a little helmet like no. with, with wings on it and stuff like that. You know I wasn't allowed to watch those. Oh, man. See, my mother worked for cable company all my life. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So you were one of those kids that, like, look in the squiggly line on the Playboy channel. Hey, I see a boob right there. You know, no, you got the boob. Listen, we got all of that. Yeah, and I was downstairs by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) But then no more of that anymore, I guess. Yeah, no more, man. They they are the the digital age uh, puts... uh, You you know, you just grow and you just understand, like, you got to supervise your children. You can't give them too much, you know? You can't give them too much. You know, we mentioned about this on the other... Not too long ago on the show, I mean, you know, how things are different now. Like, kids our age could just Google anything and... And it'll pop right up. Right. You know, I mean, if they want to watch something naughty, naughty, mm-hmm. it's going to pop right up. So yeah. I think kids these days have things easier access to them versus when we were growing up. Besides your mom working for the cable company. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, that was awesome, though. Uh, like, back in the days. So speaking of what scared you. Okay. I want you guys to put your thinking cap on. I, I forgot okay. to mention this before the show to you guys. All right. So what... <laughs> what scared you for life? What... what, what when, when you think of something... Mm-hmm. Does it like give you the eber jeebers and scare you for life? I'll give you an example when I was a kid growing up. Okay. Oh, not really a kid. I was, I first moved to Florida and a buddy of mine had a party at his house. Right. And they had jello shots. Mm-hmm. Okay. You remember my wife having making some jello shots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually scared of those jello shots. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason being is because when I was uh, at this party, 
uh, everybody's doing jello shots. You're supposed to like take the little cup and put the tongue in there and get the wet and suck all the uh, the jello out. Yeah. Well, it so happens I sucked it too hard. It went down my windpipe. And you choked on it. And I was starting to choke. That was my <laughs> one and only time I choked on something. And it, physically, it scared the crap out of me. I mean, wow. I finally dislodged. I don't know how I did it either. I ran myself into the counter. Everybody was all drunk. So nobody was trying nobody, to do the Heimlich maneuver. He had to give himself the Heimlich. <laughs> I did. I had ran myself into like the counter to like... Yeah. dislodge this jello shot so to this very moment <laughs> i get nervous when i look at jello shots nice. i don't know do you remember when my wife brought out those glow-in-the-dark jello shots yeah, yeah i yeah. had a spoon cute do i don't you? i don't really remember because you know i didn't i didn't have any but okay I but remember. i had a spoon i was here i was with a little two ounce or one ounce cup oh. i had a spoon like serving it out like a little uh, I didn't, see i didn't pay attention to that though but you, oh, should, okay. you should have told us that when uh, so so the, so the jello gave you ptsd basically it did well at the actual jello shots the jello the shot. this little cup i love jello yeah. you know i like pudding and I like all that stuff but but yeah the jello shot just you know sucking in the jello out of the cup yeah. Yeah. went down the wrong pipe and ever, ever since then I'm like scared of jello shots. I'm sorry, but I want the <laughs> recipe for glow in the dark jello oh, yeah. shots. I'll, I'll hook it with my wife. Oh yeah, I have oh, a picture of it. Okay. <laughs> Actually it's on our um it's if go to uh, our our uh, Facebook page. What you talking about, Libby? And we I did post a picture of the glow in the dark uh, jello shots. Nice. Yes, it, it's awesome. So what do you, and I'm putting you on the spot. I, okay, I'm okay. sorry to do okay, that. But okay, okay. What scares you? What scares me? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. There's, <sighs> failure scares me. You what know? does? Failure. Like, just oh, like failure. failing. Okay. I, I, sometimes I'm, I'm in my mind a lot, my head a lot. Um, I feel like lack scares me, you know, sometimes. Um, but like physical things or things that bother me, um, I'm, I really don't like like loud pops and stuff like that that's right like i I, right. I deal with that in a in a different way like car backfiring and stuff like that that really that really does something to me sometimes like you know like <laughs> 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 it's like a weird feeling but like i feel like when you're talking about like you know that thing that scares you or you know makes you uncomfortable or that ptsd ish type thing i would say it would be like you know like you know like loud pops and stuff like that okay I don't think she has one. She she, she knows me too well. <laughs> She's not scared oh. of anything. She's I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> I feel like with with fear and pain, I think it's very important to run directly towards it for me. Okay. Um, because I grew up in an environment that was riddled in fear. Uh, you didn't know where your next meal was coming from. You didn't know what you were going to have for, you know, it just was very fear written. And one of the things I set out to accomplish as I grew and developed was I wasn't going to be held captive by fear at all. I was going to face fear and look it in its face. He'll tell you about an incident that happened New Year's Eve. There were like adult men fighting. Yeah, that's a fact. And it was, it was, it was, that was scary for me. But instead of me cowering in my, uh, we lived in an apartment at the time. And instead of me cowering in my apartment and, and crying and being fearful, I went out there, I faced that. Yeah. And I told him that everybody, every single one of you, get in your apartments now. Yeah. They did. They <laughs> listened. I broke up a fight of like five men on New Year's Eve. Wow. Yeah, that's a fact. And the thing is, I was trying to like stand in between it and like break it up physically. All she had to do was scream and, <laughs> and they oh, all stopped. They like listened, like they all listened to like they mom, <laughs> like they mom told them to do something. Wow, <laughs> they was looking crazy, like little deer in the headlights. They they just all stopped. Like they really respected her, her voice on that. <laughs> I live in fear. I just I can't because it's unhealthy for me. Right. You know, it's unhealthy for me. I just don't like pops. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. You know, speaking of pops, you said backfiring. I had this uh, 1980 Malibu when I was a, when I first started driving, and uh, and this it was it was a cool little first little car. I mean, it was you know car you know like yeah. water for like 500 bucks or whatever it was but it was it ran well and uh the darn thing used to backfire all <laughs> the time and i found a way to make it backfire more so i was driving on long island off the long island expressway out in the ronkonkoma area of anybody that knows uh, ronkonkoma Ronkonkoma. yes yep. <laughs> ronkonkoma. Yeah. the l-i-double-r you know <laughs> ronkonkoma Back. so 
the uh, there was an exit ramp and it goes underneath a little like an overpass type thing. So I found a way to make my car pop. Mm-hmm. So what do you do is leave the car in gear and turn the ignition the engine ignition off but not all the way to the steering wheel locks mm-hmm. and I click it back on as in like the ignition turning on mm-hmm. and it pops so loud. Wow. <laughs> I did it in the tunnel and I saw a bunch of kids walking on the side of the road. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw them walking on this. I was with a couple of friends and I was like, check this out, check this out. And I drive underneath the bridge, cut the engine off and boom, really, <laughs> really, really loud. Wow. But if That's that was crazy. you, I think you would have a, you'd yeah. be very upset. Yeah. yeah I, you know what? And I try to face it sometimes, you know, I try to be tough sometimes, but sometimes they catch me off guard and kind of, you know, the little twitch. That little, you know, that little, yeah. that little, you got it. Like, see me, I'm, I'm a man, so I try to be fearless as possible. And I am fearless, but it's certain things that make you, you know, take a second glance, you know, that little second twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can't believe we're already in September. Labor Day is on upon us, and uh, at the time this show probably drops. Actually, it'll be before Labor Day, so at the time the show drops. But uh, do you believe the holidays are not too far away from here? I just feel like this whole time has been a blur. I've never seen a year move so fast. It was, it was super fast. Unbelievably <laughs> fast. Unbelievable. So Best Buy is now going to be closed on Thanksgiving. Thank goodness. Right. I mean, how did you feel, how do you feel about that kind of stuff? So These think, stores being open on Thanksgiving. I think that's night. very selfish. Let the folks go home and enjoy dinner with their families. Right. Good night. How much money do you need? And are you paying holiday pay for the times that they are there? Probably not because most of your employees are going to be part-time and you're mm-hmm. not paying for insurance and right. things of that nature. But you have to think it's completely selfish. Let those folks go home with their families and enjoy. I totally agree. Yeah, uh, me too. That's uh, dope. I'm glad that they're going to be closed. I feel like it's respectful. I feel, Finally. Like, I feel like they're just like, you know, after everything that's going on, like somebody had to say, you know what, there's so much going on. You need to spend holidays with your family because there's a lot of people who – not going to be able to spend the holidays with their family members. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's a lot of people that are not here anymore yep. due, to, due to the situation. So whoever's respecting that, i got to take my hats off to them. No, I think it's awesome that uh, Best Buy is, is now added to the list of the places being closed. I was so. just about to say that. How long has it taken them to make it that far? Right. <laughs> what, has to, what has to happen, right? I mean, how long? I know. Have, when was the last time they were closed for Thanksgiving? Um, well, I mentioned on the show, uh, I did work for Best Buy at least like 15 years ago for the cool employee discount. That's the, I worked there one day a week for like four hours a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the last, I think, let's see, I worked there, oh God, it was pre-2010, definitely. I think they started like 2012, I think they started, because I, I was long gone at that time, but... I didn't never work Black Friday. I mean, never worked on Thanksgiving. But yeah, it was probably around 2011, 2012. You know, I mean, it's, it kind of sucks, you know. And I, I do keep in touch with my Best Buy uh, kind of colleagues from back in the day, but uh, on Facebook and all that stuff. And it kind of sucks because you're working, working, you have to open up the store like by five, six o'clock in the evening. That's like a middle of dinner time, you know. Or, yeah. You know, if the store opens up to say five o'clock, the employees got to show up at least an hour to get things going, things set up, and all that stuff, money in the drawers, and whatever else. But yeah. You know, that's it's not fair. I think it's a great idea to stay open on Thanksgiving if the CEO and the whole entire board are willing to work go. that shift with me. Exactly. Let's do it. Bring I, the dinner. I agree. Yeah. So Best Buy plans to close the Thanksgiving as the real t- retailer focuses on meeting customer demand for the upcoming holiday season. The electronic and the appliance store uh, is following the, the lead of the competitors, such as Target and Walmart, who also announced to be observed the holiday. So good for them. I'm glad because, you know, like you sit there and you be thankful what you got, you know, thank what you're for your family. Thank you for everything else. Oh, let's get that TV that we always wanted, you know, right? (laughs) you know, it it just like kills the mood. I mean, I don't know if you ever go out Black uh, Friday shopping. Absolutely not. Okay. So you don't. Yeah, no, I do Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. But something about, I don't know. I mean, personally, I don't. That's my day to put up. Chris's lights is on Black Friday, but... It's something about the vibe of that day, you know. You're still everybody's off from work all that day. It's just a lot of good sales. I don't like crazy. I, no. I don't. I see a lot of it on social media, uh, different YouTube videos, things like that, of people that act completely berserk. Oh yeah. I don't like the wait in line. Uh, you know, it's just it's just not gonna work for me. Um, it's just not. I don't care if the TV's fifty bucks. It's just not a good idea. It's not. 
and especially the people that camp out there for a week and a half <laughs> or a week prior. What about yeah. the people that just go there just to fight over uh, electronic and stuff oh, like that? God, it's disgusting. I mean, seriously, what do you save? Seriously, you're saving yourself 150 bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, what do you make per hour to make 150? You know, you know, if you're making 10 bucks an hour, what's that? 15 hours of pay? Yeah, well, yeah. taxes taken out. You know, <laughs> 20 hours with the pay. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. Speaking of holidays, Skittles is uh, now coming out with their Halloween zombie flavored candies. Okay. But it makes me wonder, what are they going to do for Halloween this year? Do you guys hear anything what's going to go on? I don't even know, bro. I really don't even celebrate Halloween, <laughs> to be honest with you. I just watch. I know my kids do, but I don't really get into Halloween like that. So, I, so Halloween is like something I don't even pay attention to, to be honest with you. But I like Skittles. <laughs> okay <laughs> what's your flavor color <laughs> uh, red <laughs> but uh i mean this is I mean, you just moved into this residence here just recently so do you always live in an apartment prior to or you ever lived in the house or a neighborhood or something like yeah, that yeah all the time apartments yeah. condos yeah, yeah. okay great i mean it the neighborhood sets the vibe that's mm -hmm. what it is For like sure. like some of the neighborhoods in my area they go all out with the haunted houses the smoke dinghies they're out there on the driveways and all that stuff my part of the neighborhood I think I'm the only one. I think last year I maybe got maybe a 15 kids, if that. Yeah. But some neighborhoods in my area, I mean, it's a full-on party and all that stuff. And but I don't know what they're going to do this year. I don't know. I, I I got a feeling this neighborhood is is very patriotic. You know, I feel like they're going to get into it. We're going to see. We're going to see some kids. I like. I know my kids. They like to go trick or treating and stuff. Right. I might get a piece of candy out their bag and stuff like that. But for me, I'm, <laughs> I'm not really. I'm not really into it like that. Yeah. So on a sad note. So this came out of the New York Post. Uh, cop's wife dies while trapped in the rear of a sweltering hot police SUV. Did you hear about this? I heard it. Wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, uh, see, this is came, out, came out of the New York Post, and it says the wife of a Florida cop died after getting trapped inside the police SUV as temperatures outside soared in the 90s, according to a report uh, when the story was written last Monday. Mm -hmm. But anyway, this is probably a little longer than that. But anyway, uh, th this lady's fingerprints were found all over the interior of the Ford Explorer uh, following the horrifying incident uh, outside their Miami Shores home Friday, the Miami Herald reported. Clearly, she was panicked and tried to get out. So I guess she, she made her way into the back of the SUV. Okay. And I guess, you know, where you put the criminals in there, you don't have the doors, you know, oh the, the doors can't open. But it makes me wonder, what's, let's, let's keep on with the story here. So um, clearly she was panicked and tried to get out of the law enforcement source, told the paper. Uh, she's 56 years old, apparently climbed in the back seat while looking for something. What are you looking for in the back of a police yeah. vehicle where the criminals sit? Okay. Let's say that. Her hair tie. <laughs> okay. Hair then she tie. got trapped in there by the door's latch latching mechanism, who prevents from being open from the inside, sort of like a child safety lock. Yeah, definitely. Okay. She wasn't carrying a cell phone, and the, and the safety partition prevented her from reaching over to the front seat, honking the horn for help, according to the uh, Miami Herald. So it was literally a cage, one Miami cop said, the patrol, uh, of the patrol vehicle's rear seat. Uh, so basically, the, this cop has uh, been to the force for 25 years, and he was asleep inside the house because he just got off a midnight ship, uh, shift. And that's when she tragically, tragically unfolded on that particular day with, because of the heat. Uh, 58 years old, the, the couple's son found the body around 5.30 p.m., as many as, many as four and a half hours after she got trapped. Uh, the newspaper said it's unclear why she went into the SUV. It makes yes, you want it is. I know why. That's, that's so. I if back sit and tell you, I ranked in the top five percentile of the nation in my junior year of college, my, my bachelor year of college in the nation, the United States of America for critical thinking. Mm -hmm. so you cannot pull one past me. Okay. So. There's some information missing from this story. There's quite a bit of information f missing from this story. He's asleep. There's a cage that separates the front from the back. Mm -hmm. She gets trapped. So you got into the car and closed the door. Those doors don't close on their own. Something's missing from that story. Right. Definitely looking for a follow-up there. Yeah. Something's missing. Who closed the door? What happened? Why were you back there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who just, closed the door? There's the criminal, nothing back there. The criminals are back there in yeah. CV19. Right. Know, so <laughs> why are you back there? The who closed the door? Who closed the For door? Four hours. It's, it's hot, so it's hot. I'm gonna get in the backseat of your car and close the door. Yeah, I don't. Mm 
Yeah, great. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That, and you can't blame the the car being like on a hill. It's Miami. Okay. Right. I'm looking at a picture here of Miami Shores Police. There and there's no hills. there's no hills. So I understand if the car is like up on, on a hill. An incline, yeah. An incline and the door just like closed in a gust of wind. I, I don't know. Still, but I call BS on the play because if you're in there, say I'm in there looking for a hair tie. Hair and tie. I'm in there looking for my hair tie and my feet right. are kicking out, you know, because that's how I'm going to be looking. You know, my right. legs are going to be out. She had to crawl into... Mm -mm. I want the. I think the detective, the person who sleep got, you know, and I do feel for, you know, I'm sorry for his loss, but I want to know why the wife was in there investigating. She was off in the back of the SUV, like in the third row seat. She was in there investigating. Yeah. That's what we do as women. You know, when we're investigating, we're going to get deep down in there. <laughs> we are. She was deep down in there. I think he was cheating on her with something. I mean, looking uh, for a pair of panties what, in the backseat. I don't know what she thought. So I'm going to go with the hair tie theory. I don't know what the <laughs> wife thought for her to be that deep in an SUV in Miami heat. I don't know. Yeah, that was that's a good that's a good theory, and that does make some a lot of sense because who closed the door? What are you looking for? Yeah. Why were you in there? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like it seems like she knows she. If your husband is a cop, you know those. You know those doors don't open up with. They have child lock on them. Why so you, was her like, legs in there? That's yeah. the thing. So if you're, so I'm in the back of your seat, in the back of your car, looking for my phone, right? Why are my legs inside though? You're gonna get, you're gonna reach down in there. That's mm -hmm. a natural instinct. Even if I am going over into the third row seat, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put my knees up against the second row. Look over the back. Who closed the door? Yeah, I don't even get in my own. I don't get fully in my own car when I'm looking for something in the back seat. Yeah, or the trunk. It doesn't make sense. And plus, it's like the back. I've never been in the back of a police car, but you know, our Boy Scout pack. You know, we always were a Cub Scout re uh, requirement. We had to go to a police station. They give you a tour of it, and it's actually like a, a cage. There's Listen, like, there's no, there's just there's the no seats, room. There's no room, and the seats all like like vinyl. It's like plastic, so it's not like you could dig in your hand behind the seat to try to get your scrunchie or right, whatever. Right now we're thinking because I've been in in the back of a police car a couple times. Oh, seven times. <laughs> seven times, baby, for you. Seven times. She's yeah. Well, for you or her? I'm I'm probably around there too, but you know, listen, man, things happen. It's my favorite number. <laughs> oh, this is a separate podcast. I'm curious. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. I never. Bonnie and Clyde. No, I never been arrested. I never been in the back of a police car besides for a Cub Scout tour pack. Listen, man, growing up in Syracuse, New York, man, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, man. Felicia Davis is going to help you out. Yeah, that's my mom. Felicia Davis. on my auntie's name. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? That Speaking of that, though, I really, so there's there's been a conversation because, you know, back home, you know, I got a, knuckle, a lot of knucklehead younger cousins and stuff like that. Like, let's, we're not going to use auntie. Auntie has to be ethical. We're not going to try to get no favors. So y'all right. just need to straighten up. <laughs> there's not going to be any favors. My auntie is going to uphold the Constitution. Right. And she's going to be about law and order as she has been this entire time. As she has been this entire time. Yeah. That's a fact, babe. Try it if you want to. Yeah, but that's weird, man. I don't know what's going on with that police car thing. Man. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> if we don't know what we're talking about, I mean, look back in our archives. We actually uh, interviewed uh, Bax's uh, aunt. Yes. And uh, Fel Felicia Pitts Davis. Yes, you got it. You All got right. it. You remember. You got a good she, memory, bro. Let it roll off <laughs> your tongue. Yes, I like I like names. So she she was running for uh, circuit uh, judge. Yes, judge for and uh, for our primary. And uh, uh, what was the uh, when's the actual general election? I know she went. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming this November, right? November third. I think okay. that's the the regular November election too, right? 3rd. Awesome. I wonder how how long after that COVID gonna disappear. COVID's gone November the fourth. <laughs> 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 you know, speaking of uh, COVID gone, I don't know if you saw Joe Biden has these national commercials <laughs> that he's going to. He's going to make <laughs> mandated masks across the country. That's not happening. Nancy Pelosi was caught in the, the uh, salons without her mask. Oh, God. And she, she shut down all the salons in California. Mm. So there's a huge to do. There's a huge fuss going on right now. Good old Nancy Pelosi. Look but it when up. He, let, let's break this down. So if... Biden gets into the into the White House. Okay, that's typically what mid January. Yeah, okay? mid mid January gets uh, sworn in, so it'll be twenty twenty one mid January. So I'm hoping that this COVID thing, you know, no more masks be be done before that. But if then he'll make the executive order. Get what it takes about a week maybe to do that. 
I don't know. To make the executive, we'll say we'll say a week. So by the end okay. of January, you're telling me that we're going to be still wearing masks. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> no, I'm done. My body, my choice. Exactly. So, so we just we just we just boycott masks now. My body, my choice. I'm gonna keep my little uh, handkerchief around my neck. <laughs> my little boy, little scout, boy scout bandana. <laughs> I'll wear a mask around my grandma. <laughs> Before we shut down the show, I wanted to play this little short clip here. And you said you were the. What place were you in with your uh, junior in, in junior in college? For oh, uh, number uh, top five percentile in the nation for top. critical thinking. Okay, I want to do a critical thinking on this one. Ah. This is going to make you either laugh or you know exactly what she's talking about. It's kind of it's kind of funny. I was during the research for the show. I came across this video. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable <laughs> for comment. Michael, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay don't say anything don't say anything okay i will play it one more time in case somebody missed it in our audience we tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit uh they were unavailable for comment micah back to you <laughs> people are dying that's never died before <laughs> so wait, wait you're, you're trying to reach out to a dead guy right like, like, what is he going to answer his cell phone from the uh, coffin? He said no comment. <laughs> Clearly. We would reach out to the man that died. Did he come back to life or something like that? I don't know. People are dying that's never died before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I came across that. I just started like, what is wrong with you? Uh, this is uh, Sarah Welch. Wow. It's it, it's it's on YouTube. Actually, if you want to be um, nosy and, and do I your am. research, it's called <laughs> We Tried to Reach Out to a Man Who Died. Just, it's got like almost 400,000 views. Oh wow. Oh, God. 500, five, I'm sorry, 5,500 uh, likes and 30 people didn't like it. Wow. <laughs> but yes, I want to end the show on that. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh. <laughs> God, All right. Sick. Facts? Well, we had a beautiful show. Yes, we sure did. We sure did. Oh, I'm getting all muffled here. Sorry. I'm the, I'm the critical one here trying to make sure everybody sounds pretty good and my microphone turned. So thank you for being on our show tonight. You are absolutely welcome, darling. Oh, I'd love to have you on the show next time. Sure. Facts. Yes, what is the name of our show and where do we go see our Facebook page? What you talking about, Libby? Do a search, like and subscribe our uh, Facebook page and uh, all of our platforms are on there. And uh, please, we don't have any advertising budget, so please share the show with your friends and family and give it a thumbs up. And please also give us a five-star review. Uh, Apple is our most popular yeah, platform that everybody, that. yeah, it's something like uh, the analytics was like over 80% of our downloads come from Apple. That's kind of cool. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. So please give a like and subscribe. Uh, we did uh, notice a bunch of new reviews that came in. I do want to say thank you uh, to whoever that person was uh, it doesn't say who it is just okay. gives it like a screen name but that's cool keep right. reviewing yep keep reviewing all right everybody have a great evening and we'll catch you next time